Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your Indictment update. So it is uh, Black History Month. Enjoy it fast. It'll be over tomorrow. <laughs> I'm surprised it's lasted this long. Hey, Skip, since you're 40% white, do you do you stop celebrating Black History Month on the 17th or so, like around there? No, but every day I shut it down about 4 o'clock. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Okay. Every day. I, I stretch you it out. I, pro, I prorate it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I prorate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what 4 o'clock is when he goes home and goes to his neighborhood. That's yeah. what it is. I, get, I get the, gotta get this darky off me i can't have i can't have this <laughs> happy birthday to shakira happy birthday to christy brinkley happy birthday to donald Dr- driver from he's from the NF- nfl he also won dancing with the stars happy birthday to sean elliott happy birthday to Dwayne chapman dog the bounty hunter remember when dog found out his uh, wife was uh, his daughter, daughter was yeah. not his brother Let- well, that's not what she called. That's not what he called her. Yeah, he said. I want another word. Yeah, I don't want my daughter dating no. Yeah. Which is who you think's more racist? Dog the bounty hunter and men like him or older black women? Who think more racist? Because my mother said, "Don't have, don't bring no white girl in this house. If you can't use a comb, don't bring don't her bring home. Bring her home. I'm gonna still say old white men because they have more power than old. No, black that's women. true. But you, but a lot of black women. It bothers. It used to bother Donna when uh, Kyle dated a white woman. She mm. got over it, apparently. She's, well, yeah. <laughs> she didn't have a choice. Well, he, he left her. He wasn't going to stop. That girl's gone. Yeah. He left her, got a Filipino. And we feel good about that. We, we get free blood tests. So that's great. <laughs> 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 and sometimes we get a manicure. So that's wonderful. I'm telling you, sometimes. Uh, happy birthday to Farrah Fawcett. That's posthumous. Happy birthday to Dwayne Jones, Night of the Living Dead. Happy birthday to Carl Wright, Checkers, uh, Checkers Fred and Barbershop and uh, Big Mama's House. Happy birthday to Robert Mandon, uh, Chester Tate. And happy birthday to Tom Smothers of the Smothers Brothers. We got a great show lined up for you. It's Friday. If you cannot hit happy hour of the club, no worries. We're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the DL Hughley Show. Time for what is Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what's trending. Oh my goodness. First of all, um, you know, we were talking earlier in the week about um, Megan the Stallion and uh, Nicki Minaj. Right. Well, people are also mad at Megan. Well, some folks, you know, uh, you'll know by the story I tell, because she makes reference to Megan's Law in the lyrics of one of her songs. Now, I don't know if you remember, but Megan's Law is named in honor of Megan, I think it's Conga? From uh, where? Yeah, well, she was raped and murdered by her neighbor. And so Megan's Law law is uh, the law that says you have to reveal information about sex offenders if they are in the neighborhood or anywhere for that matter. So Nicki Minaj hates this law, doesn't she? Well, (laughs) because 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 of Megan's law, she can't. Her husband or her brother can't. There's that. But they wanted her, they they felt it was disrespectful for Megan the Stallion to reference Megan's law in her lyrics. I think, yeah, maybe. I think that people are sometimes just trying to be too smart by having it be glib. Probably. But I know that Megan's Law means that um, Nicki Minaj, have you ever noticed Nicki Haley and Mickey, Nicki Minaj are both talking cra- reckless at the same time? At the same time. <laughs> hmm. At the same time. It's I think crazy. Nicki Haley's far more reckless. Yeah. Without question. Yeah, but, you know, I'm, I'm just Minaj saying Megan's Law. Big, oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying, baby? I said Minaj got saying? the biggest booty, though. Yeah, that's, there's no doubt about that. But, but Nikki Haley has the hair that I, I see it like women, a lot of black women wear. 
Moving on. Also trending Kanye West. Her, I bet you what you see Nick, a lot of Nikki Haley's Moving. hair at, at Sally's Beauty Supply. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on quickly. Let me get to Nikki Haley. Also trending Kanye West. Believe it or not, a lot of people on social media coming to his defense. Sure. Uh, because a reporter from TMZ, a photographer from TMZ, walked up to him and started asking him questions about his wife. Like, you know, does she have free will? Are you blah, blah, blah. And he went off, snatched her phone, and then began to lecture her about... You know, why do you think you can just walk up to me like that and ask me something about my wife? Okay, why let me ask you something. Now, um, I, I respect any man's right to defend his wife, but you parade her out there in all these cranes after you make her take all these pictures. What is it for? Yeah. I'm asking you, what is the purpose of that? Sure. The purpose of that is for attention, right? Yeah. And when you get attention, oftentimes it's unwanted attention, right? Yeah. Typically. So, 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 so you're, the very thing that you, the very action is antithetical to what you're doing. Mm. You have her posing all these. I mean, she's she's it's like Pygmalion. He's made her into this thing, right? Well, maybe he wants the attention, but he doesn't want the questions. Okay, so well, he basically oftentimes they the disanonymous with each other, and then turned around and said, "I'll I'll pay you double whatever TMZ is paying." You're like, wait a minute! I yeah. thought you were mad at her. Now you want to give her a job? Of course he does. <laughs> Everything he does is for attention. Everything yeah. he does. I got a wife out there naked pretty. all the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. so don't be. If your wife is out there naked. Uh, and 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 like almost all the women he's had, from you know Amber to Kim to all of them, have all been like dolls for him. Yeah. Like he treats he like he's playing dress up with with grown people. Yeah, that's that's actually true. So yeah, that's what's trending. All right, coming up, we got a little note from the GED section. This is the D.L. Hughley show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley show. Now it's time for the Jazzy. As a report. What is wrong with you? A federal judge has blocked the EPA and the DOJ from enforcing Title Sound VI like of the Civil group, Rights huh? Act. <laughs> the EPA and the DOJ. <laughs> but it basically talks about the requirements that, you know, agencies can have on the, um, you know, atmosphere and, and things like that. And the ruling is against residents of a stretch of parishes along the Mississippi called Cancer Alley. Of course. It wow. is the epicenter of petrochemical manufacturing in the U.S. And they say, of course... Rates of cancer disproportionately higher among black communities, yes. especially yes. this one. And it's all because of this carcinogenic Car- waste. Mm-hmm. waste. And, and you know what? And it's because of the state of Louisiana letting those companies do whatever they want. And, and, you know, and, yeah, and a lot of the citizens go, we need the jobs. Yep. And you know who appointed this judge? Who? Trump. Okay. Let me just say this. Do you know that it, like when people say whatever, living in the southern region of the United States of America, mm-hmm. You, you live seven years, six, five to seven years less time. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it is because of the amount of carcinogens, the, uh, ac- uh, the lack of access to Medicaid, all those kinds of things. You know, the, gen- generally, though, when, I remember when Louisiana had that uh, spill. Um, it was an oil spill. It wasn't exactly these as as uh, oh yeah, that was is, yeah. is uh, Alaska, but this was a really bad oil spill. And remember how angry people were because they wanted those jobs to come back, so they didn't care anymore. And I think under the auspices of jobs, people are whisking their lives. And and of course, if when America gets a cold, uh, black people get the flu. Mm. And of course, they're going to die disproportionately. And then they're not going to have Medicaid expansion, so it makes them die even faster. Terrible. 
So, Well, health experts are saying that women need way more sleep than men due to differences in hormonal fluctuations as lack of sleep causes more stress yeah. on a woman's body than a man's. Researchers have observed that women dedicate more time to unpaid labor and family caregiving. Therefore, the amount of sleep they need ranges anywhere from 20 minutes extra to two hours more I'll tell you what, night. maybe because they iron low. When you get boy, oh, I got, well, I got to... Women, the iron be low, and the other thing is, I gotta catch. I'm gonna stay home this weekend. I'm gonna catch up on my sleep. How you catch up on your sleep? <laughs> Which is that you know, new studies say you can't do it. Anyway. Of course you can, you but they ain't gonna stop them from lying about it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna catch up on my sleep because mm-hmm, I'm the first one to say that. How you, how do you I catch up on your sleep? To catch it. It's running. I gotta catch it. <laughs> I catch it's up. I gotta, I don't know, but watch me do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, we've had some great callers this week. If you missed them, do not worry. It's what it happened on Friday. It's the DL Hughley show. So Monday, what it happened? was a woman's best friend's husband came on to her strong. Mm. Strong, baby. Mm. Uh, she rejected him, but now is faced with a dilemma. Should she tell her best friend what her husband did or risk her friendship or handle it herself? That was a question we posed to you, Jasmine. You said that never happened. I said never. it happened to me before. Not the husband, but the wife. Um, we we <laughs> opened the floor up to you guys. Open the phone calls up. What did you said? The type of person I am, I would not tell my friend. I would approach him. I would say something to him. I would check him. Hey, I'm not even that type of friend. I'm loyal to my friend. And if you try to talk to me again, I'm going to tell my friend. Dude, I actually went through this exact same thing. Well, not the exact. One of my wife's friends tried to hit on me, and I told it. I was afraid that she was going to eventually say something about it. And she actually sent me a few naked pictures of herself. So I had incriminating evidence. Now, I never sent her anything, but I told it, and I think she should tell. I, I, I think she has to tell. It's the only way to repair it. You have to tell it. I had this happen to me with my cousin. Her husband was hitting on a friend of mine, and I told her, and she told me, you know what, I'm just going to have to love you from afar. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not doing anything. Your husband's hitting on my friend. I just want you to be happy. And she was like, you know what? You're causing problems in my household. So if that's what you think, fine, so be it. You don't have to love me from afar, up close, or anywhere in between. And now she and her husband are divorced, but we still don't speak. So it's a it's a, a catch-20 situation. No, I, I I believe that the friend, the best friend, should never shouldn't tell her friend that her husband tried to hit on her. Because here's the thing. Whatever she tell her friend, if she tell her friend that her husband tried to hit on her, her friend is going to confront her husband. And at the end of the day, his wife is going to believe whatever he tells her. Because at the fact that at the end of the day, this is her husband. So if you put yourself in the middle of that, he may throw you up under the bus and say you try to hit on him. Now you done lost your best friend. Because at the end of the day, she's going to believe her husband. She's going to lose that friend. He gonna, he's no good because I was in that same situation. If she tell her that yeah, your friend cracked on me and that she's going to say, girl, you're just jealous of our relationship. Your man just ain't no good. I think she should tell because if she don't tell, what she's going to fall herself into is the trap of becoming a non-friend anyway because if it ever come out by anybody that he that type of dude, and then she find out you was one of them too that he tried to come at, and you ain't not, and you didn't tell her. You know what kind of friend is that? That's how she gonna look at it. So I, I say you gotta let her know. It happened to be in college. What I did, I told both of them at the same time with him present. He still told her he was a lie. We lost contact for a while, but once she realized who he was, she came back, and we were real good friends for the rest of our lives. We're still friends as of today. So you got to let them know if you're a real good friend, if you want to sleep, it's going to be on your conscience. You'll never sleep. 
you know, that's a fine line. Yeah, she should tell her best friend because that's deceit if she don't. So that means she's deceitful and so is her husband. Now, suppose the husband go out there and meet a woman that says yes, and he bring back to her best friend some soap and water can't take off of AIDS, syphilis, herpes. You know, I'd rather lose my best friend by telling her the truth and saving her life than to not say that at all. At least if I lose her, I'll be able to sleep and live with myself. What she do with the truth is no longer on me. It's on her. We got more of this week's best calls. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. So Tuesday, what had happened was, would you date someone otherwise, who's otherwise perfect, except their house was disgusting and their hygiene was questionable? Mm. Uh, that was the question we posed to you, said. Anytime you call a person perfect and they keep their house dirty, <laughs> something wrong with you for even making that statement. Tell D.L. I said that, but now on the seriously. Oh, they're not clean, they're lazy, and no, I wouldn't date them. Oh, no, no, because, see, I'm a clean woman. I, I keep my house almost spotless. If it wasn't for my husband, you could eat off my floor. So, and that's a reflection off of me. Keep my body clean, my clothes, and everything else. So, no, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. Hard to find good people, man. If everybody got, if this person got everything that you need, good set, good, make, make good food, treat you nice, I don't care if they're a little dirty. I can deal with it, man. Personally, I could not be with anyone who just has a nasty-ass house because, you know, good love and good job, all that is canceled if you, you know, if this is not a complete circle with that. I can't have one and then none of the other. They have to be, it has to be cohesive. You know, it can't be where your house is so nasty, you know, the roaches wearing house shoes and all that other kind of crap. No, no, you have no, absolutely, hell no, no. I really don't think I could date someone that was perfect but was nasty. It's just a thing where if you're, if you're, if you're nasty on the outside, then to me that means you're nasty on the inside. Hell no. I mean, I don't care how good your thing is, but if you're nasty, your thing might be nasty. So, no, I don't care how good a lover you are. If your house is filthy, count me out. Hell to the no, no, no. If the person is so-called perfect with everything except a nasty house, there is a reason why their house is nasty. It didn't just happen. They are not perfect. I'm not judging them and their character, but it's something that's going so much deeper than what you're seeing on the surface. But that house is, is a key to it. Something is deep down psychologically that's wrong. And if you think that you walked into a perfect person, you walked into a perfect storm. I say, if you're nasty, you're nasty. So, no, I couldn't deal with them. Not to let them go, because you're nasty. Nasty is nasty. That's like the question y'all had about the changing your underclothes every day. As nasty as nasty. We got more of what had happened was on the D.O. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The 
McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, Wednesday, what had happened was Whoopi Goldberg says parents, and also Michelle Obama said this too, parents shouldn't be friends with their kids. Do you agree with her? That was a question we posed to you. I think Whoopi Goldberg is totally right. You cannot be your children's friends, nor your grandchildren's. I don't believe in sitting down, smoking and drinking and laughing and hooping and hollering with my, with my children. No. And I think they should learn how to respect you and talk to you correctly. You're not going to talk to me like you would your friend. So Whoopi Goldberg is totally correct. The first time your child crosses the line and calls you a B, a MF, or anything derogatory, you're going to want to chastise them. But you're the one opened up that friendship door and allowed them to do these things. You cannot be your child's friend and the person who rears them at the same time and expect to get a modicum of respect from them. No, you cannot be your child's friend. I think um, Whoopi was exactly correct. Um, you cannot be friends with your kids. You can only be friends with them after they are an adult and you've done the work. So, you know, it's kids, you, you have to keep them in their place and keep the respect. And then once they're adult, you can be a friend because then you don't have to take their shit no more. I'm sorry, their stuff anymore. I'm a parent of three grown women and there, there is no room for friendship. You must take your children through all the experiences and hardship and lessons that you have learned in life and your job is to make them self-sufficient. No room for friendship. Y'all need to get Whoopi to call me because it's all about how you raise them. I believe you can be friends with your kids. My son is 30 years old. I have a 15-year-old grandson. We've been friends pretty much since he was able to recognize friendship. He knows the boundaries because I've taught him. Uh, well, I believe that you, you can have a special relationship or a special level of cordial with your children. Uh, that'll, that'll help maintain the dynamics of the parent-child uh, uh, status. But at the same time, when I think about friends, heck, I've had to let some friends go because they, they did or said, you know, something out of the ordinary that was not part of what I wanted to be associated with. You can't kick your kids to the curb, you know? Yes, I do agree with Whoopi because I have a situation. My son and his father are friends. His father made that huge mistake when he was a little boy, and now he's crossed all boundaries. They don't know the boundaries. Once you um, be their friend and not their parent, they don't have the same respect. So, yes, I do agree with Whoopi. Then yesterday we asked a woman on social media said that if a man wants to take her on a date, he must also pay for her babysitter. Is it a man's responsibility to pay for the babysitter if he's asking a single mother out on a date? That was the question we posed to you. You said. I think it's ridiculous to expect somebody to pay for your babysitter. If you want to go out, then that's your problem. You need to figure that out. It's no man's job to do that for you. You might as well just put yourself on the block if you're doing that. That's just, what is that? I don't understand. Because you, you're acting as though you're a commodity, and, 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 and if that's how you feel, you might as well go ahead and do it for real. Be legit with it. What I saw in that video, if she would have said at the very beginning, uh, when I asked her out, hey, y'all, uh, I need a little help with maybe, you know, blah, 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 and I would have probably helped her out, but 250 She asked for 250 right when he got there. Hell no. Not me. No, sir. These are my kids. That is nobody else's responsibility. 
I don't see how young girls feel like men are supposed to pay for stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with them. I'm 32 with a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Today, if they daddy decided he was going to do stuff for them, that's my responsibility. Girl, find your own damn babysitter. Like, I don't get it. I, I just, I don't, it ain't. They cut from a way different cloth that ain't real. Uh, I think that girl get the gas face because on the point of me taking care of her kids before we even get to know each other, that's crazy. We'll just take them around the corner and drop them off at her dad's house, at their dad's house. Drop her ass off, too, so she want me to pay for a babysitter. Absolutely not. That is not his job to pay for your babysitter. That is not his child. That is your child. If he chooses to do it, then that's one thing. But for you to feel that you are entitled, you have went way too far. Now it's time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. Diobra Redden is a 30-year-old three-time felon who has a criminal record marked by mostly violent offenses. Now listen, either I can go around you or I can go through you. His criminal record includes charges of battery, assault with a deadly weapon, and robbery. You know what I want? I want your dates and your material. And I'll take a double burger with cheese. So, why is Deobra Redden this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? should get the shoe booty for everything I just mentioned. This guy has so many mug shots, they should just give him a punch card. Get arrested 10 times and the 11th you go free. How does it work? Not like that. This week, Reckon Redden is getting the shoe booty because he is proof what happens in Vegas never stays in Vegas. You were saying something about best intentions. Deobra Danger became TikTok hot when he was seen attacking a judge in a Las Vegas courtroom. I'm not here to make friends. Redden was back in court. This time he was cuffed and wearing a face muzzle. He was straight up Hannibal Lecter. I ate his liver. The court thought this was necessary because in his sentencing hearing, he had to face the same judge he attacked a week earlier. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Which probably made him as uncomfortable as Marjorie Taylor Greene at a BLM meeting. Radical, violent, and socialist groups. He got up to 48 months for his original charges and got 13 more charges to face for diving on a judge. Man, I don't give a damn about going to jail. Take me to jail! He might be a hero in prison. That's good, because he's probably gonna be there forever. Man, I ain't scared to go to jail. Take me to jail, man. Would you speed up, please? I wanna go back. I got all my cousins, everybody up in there. I'm waiting. I wanna see all my friends. And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week award goes to... Deobra Redden. Now, here's a swift kick in the ass. Hey, listen, uh, I know this sounds improbable. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. 
In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, for those of you uh, who are not regular listeners of the D.L. Hughley Show, that's especially the new our new affiliates in, in Houston and in Buffalo and D.C., Here's just a tiny sample, you know, like that sample you get at Costco. Yes, a little bit. And you eat in enough of them, you gotta have a dinner. In the cup. Yeah, it's in, in the, the little tiny cup. Cups. Just enough to remind you you're still hungry. <laughs> yeah. Remember the Hearshire Farm sample? Those were the best. Ooh, I go around three times. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, so here's just a little tiny sample of why you should listen every day. Uh, big warning to everybody if you're in, uh, I guess, a lot of parts of the country, uh, Philadelphia, Massachusetts, the Eastern Seaboard. Yeah, it's a cold snap. It's cold. It's cold here, though. It is cold. In the morning, the wind was crazy. It blew my umbrella in the pool and trees were knocked down. Umbrella? Were you Mary Poppins? <laughs> <laughs> And the number one of the top five awesome facts few people know, 7% of American adults believe chocolate milk comes from brown cows. No. It doesn't? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's half and half come from gay cows. What's it like? <laughs> Where's no, Bobby, here, no, Not gay, but bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> These cows not identify as gender neutral. <laughs> That's where almond milk comes from. Almond milk from gender neutral cows. <laughs> Did you see uh, Society of Snow? It's really about that uh, rugby team that huh? crashed into the Andes Mountain they and they start eating each other. It was 72 yeah. days. Like, what are you going to do? But they start eating within five days. Right. Yeah, they did. Okay, so the average human being can survive three weeks without food. They didn't even wait to the plane land. Well, no, I was eating meat lovers pizza at the time. <laughs> um, this cold weather, I'm not a cold weather dude at all. At all. And man, let me tell you something. And Charlie, my dog, Charlie loves it. Oh, he loves cold weather. He's got a fur coat. Yeah. He's like, he has that oh thick fur coat. Yeah. I'm at the apartment in New York. I had to walk in when it was snowing. I was so mad at him. He's rolling in the snow. I'm like, it's a good way to get a bandage. It really is. That's how, that's how dogs get <laughs> That's a good way to be homeless. You'll be in a shelter and keep this up. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Listen, if you are in uh, your indictment update, if you're going to be in Milwaukee, I'm going to be there this Friday. Well, today. I got two tonight, two tomorrow, and one Sunday. So, did I tell you the best steakhouse I've ever had? The best steak I've ever had was in Milwaukee at a place called Carnival. Oh, wow. Tell me all about it. Break it down. It's better than Marcel. Yeah. It's the best steak I've ever. Now Marcel's Why? is the. What makes it so good? Marcel's. Uh, I, I like a lot of stuff other than uh, uh, the steak at Marcel's, but I say Marcel's is one of my favorite restaurants. What makes it so good? I don't know. Maybe they they, they raise actually raise their own cows that they slaughter. Oh, hmm. so you think it's a personal thing? I don't know. If it's personal, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Their own personal stash yeah. of cows. They're not friends with the cows that but they I, raise. But I will say this: you would never think it would be in a city like Milwaukee. You would think it would be in New York, Chicago, like mm-hmm. some big city. But it's the best steak I've ever had. Really? Me, Derek, and Lou were uh, we, we we went there one time, so we ordered all ordered three of his steaks, and everybody started eating. And everybody, was, you you know, when people are quiet, they mm-hmm. eat. That's how good it was. Mm. Wow. It's it's that good. It was that good. It's the best. So, so of course, tomorrow, that's where I'm going. I have to and put then, that on my list of places to go. Yeah, like get, yeah, get to Milwaukee. Yeah, can't <laughs> wait to do where it. Where the cows oh, are killed goodness. by name. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So Sorry, I too can sit quietly at the table and munch on steak. Yeah, that you know, uh, so uh, the, the Kobe beef, they sing. <laughs> yeah, they and sing massage them. And give it beer and then shoot it in the head so it's not scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they're drunk, so they don't know what's coming. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enough beer. Right, right. Say right. a song again. <laughs> this is great. Move. <laughs> massages and all of a sudden, <laughs>
pedicures. They get all that. Do you, you mean know, they're going to kill me? Give me a rupture. Sound like what Bill Cosby does. But okay. That's wow. Always one in the bunch. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, 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 no. Cliff yes. Huskville didn't, but Bill did. I'm just yeah. telling you. Well. Um, the A5 Wagyu, you know, if you order that, it comes with a birth certificate of the cow. No, that's not. What? Nice. If they give you a they give you a baby ticket, picture too, and a, a person like the chef walks out and explains it to you. Yeah, yeah. this is carnivore. Or they don't do this? no. They, I, I never had it. I mean, I had it one time at Cedric's house, uh, and Anthony Anderson was having a, a Irish. I mean, a Japanese. Blaming it on <laughs> No, I, no, I never had it. I, I would. T- well, I would brag that I had it before. I'm not telling you. Why would I not I brag? Kind of bragging now. Okay, I didn't have it. I. If I'd had it, I'd yeah. say I, I, I provided yeah, it. But I was at okay. a whiskey thing for uh, Anthony Anderson was having at Sid's house. You? And he had a, a, a uh, shut up, I'm telling the story. And then he had a, uh, like a tasting, mm-hmm. a whiskey tasting. And this guy who was the chef came out with these A5, and they were just like the size of dice. It wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of it. With a pocket full of birth certificates. It's just one birth certificate. I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out. You know well, That's if why. everybody orders it, That's you only get one birth certificate. for each little kid. Did he come with a wallet and a belt made from the hide yeah. of the damn <laughs> Such a petty victory. That's why. I try to class to join up, but you don't want we got my day butt of the week plus it's Friday and you're not getting 85 Wagyu or you're hitting the club when hoity backfires <laughs> so we're gonna bring the party to you with the Hughley House party that jumped up. and we gotta leave all the streaming hack warrior on the DL Hughley show whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. Oh-oh. <laughs> Diel, my brother. What's that, Alibo? It is the debut in Eri. You know what this means? It's the time people go crazy over a stupid holiday. The Groundhog Day. <laughs> it is the one day a year when we take our weather predictions from a rodent rather than the internet. I'm serious. Meanwhile, the Groundhog is the only one who gets to go back to bed after deciding. <laughs> it must be nice to have a job where you work five minutes for the whole year and be considered an icon. <laughs> the rodent is the GOAT. I'm serious. Today's movie has nothing to do with rodents, but it might belong in the trash. 
the movie is Poor Things, starring Emily Watson and Mark DiRappolo. You know, he is the guy who played the Hulk in the Avengers movie. I'm serious. Oh. You know, when I first heard the title, Poor Things, I thought it was about poor people. This is a movie I can relate to. Where I am from, we were so poor, we would go to KFC and lick other people's fingers. <laughs> we were so poor, we would wave a popsicle around and call it air conditioning. Uh-oh. Poor Things is the incredible tale about the fantastical evolution of the Bella Baxter, a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist, Dr. Baxter. I must be honest, DL. So this doctor creates this girl. Her innocence is beautiful, but she is very unfortunate looking. She looks like the crazy aunt that smells like Lysol that comes to the family room. <laughs> she looks like that scary raggedy Ann doll, grown up and made bad life decisions. Uh-oh. Like, she looks like the, the next bride of Chucky. I'm serious. Let's be real. This movie is just like Edward D. Caesar hands, except it is a girl and she doesn't have the scissor in hands. The movie is okay, but it moves really slow. I have to give it two armbags. And if you add this film yesterday afternoon, I will send you in honor of the Groundhog's Day, a case of Groundhog Burgers. My Groundhog Burgers are fresh, not a roadkill. And when you pass it, if you see your shadow, six more weeks of winter. I'm serious. <laughs> this is Alibo, your hacking warrior with the Street Hacking Movie Review. Stay safe and healthy. Coming up, we're going to take a peek into Jasmine's diary on the D.L. Hughley Show. Jasmine, uh, we have your diary. I'll read it. Okay. Dear diary, I love being a good neighbor, but sometimes... Being a good neighbor ain't always a good thing because that means you know everybody in the neighborhood, right? Which is great for safety purposes. But how about when you see some stuff you just shouldn't see? Like the other night I was coming in from an event and I saw my neighbor's husband walking hand in hand with someone that I know what his wife. Now his wife is out of town on business. That I know for sure because she told me when she left. Now, when she gets back, the question is, should I say something or mind my business? Now, again, I'm trying to be a good friendly neighbor, but I don't want to get no stuff started in the neighborhood because I know both of them and I like them. Right now, I'm on the fence about this husband. I think I'll wait another night and see if he's with her again or somebody new. You just never know these days. And I thought he was a good man. Maybe he is. Maybe it was his daughter. Mm-mm. She was too old in the face. I don't know if his wife comes back tomorrow. I'll ask her. <laughs> we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. That's coming up next. Plus, we're going to recognize black folk who are making history today with Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. Listen, if you are in Milwaukee tonight, I have two tonight at the Milwaukee Improv, two tomorrow at the Milwaukee Improv, and one Sunday. So um, I guess now um, one of the things that's happening is those those anti those Olympics and and those kind of drugs mm-hmm. um, 
which are anti-obesity drugs, right? They were usually anti—they were a, a treatment for diabetes, right? right? But they make you, they can help you lose weight, right? So right. now mm-hmm. rich people are using them for that as Correct. opposed to, and so it's a shortage. Mm-hmm. And even at that, there are some health uh, um, insurance companies that do not want to give people who are obese access to the drug. Correct. Which is weird. You know what? So I was, I posted this on my page. So there are people, scientists from food companies who go out and t- all they do is taste fruit, um, you know, things that are grown naturally, and then try to approximate them and then put them in foods. Well, they they do that, and they actually do approximate yeah, right. them, and they add additional to things make, to them to make you addicted to those foods. So we are fat because they are pushers. Correct. They're, they're, they're the nation, they're, I'm your father, yeah. I'm your daddy, yeah. I'm that mm-mm, so, in that so just like that, you don't want your you don't want your customers to not be addicted. That's why they don't want them to get fixed. They don't want them to get fixed. They don't want them to get fixed. They don't want. They don't <laughs> want them to not have. If if a zip causes you to lose weight, you lose desire because one of the things it does is make you don't want to. You don't want to eat. You don't want to yeah, have those right. things. So they wouldn't want to have their customers be a detox or wean off. Yeah, but there are also a lot of side effects that they're talking about. Like you know, some people have uh, severe stomach cramps. Yeah. They talk about you yeah. know how one person could not stop vomiting. Yeah, and they are there are a lot of people who they are suing them. They could just eat my assistant's food. Great way to lose weight. And I read this was interesting. Do you know that if a woman if a woman is obese mm-hmm. and she exercises regularly, she lives longer than a woman who's not obese who doesn't. And if a man, he could have high blood pressure or diabetes, but if he works out regularly, he'll live longer than a regular person, man, who doesn't work out and doesn't have those things. So get fat first? Wow. What? what it says is is the importance of physical activity. Yeah. Okay. Sedentary would, lifestyle to save, will kill you. I'm man. trying to save my... You're trying to make a dumbass joke while I'm trying to save our audience. So look here. You're the one got a birth certificate so the moral on a piece of, of meat. all of these stories, get a birth certificate with your meat. Well, in a way, exercise. In a way, exercise. In a way, how about diabetes runs in your family because nobody that, runs in your family? That, that absolutely, that's true. Uh, you know, I'm trying to make the world a better place. I don't know what you idiots are doing. Well, but, keep you working know. on it. We'll sit here while you do yeah. it. Coming up, we got a song. A song from when your mom and daddy were still together. Plus, we're going to recognize uh, black folk who are making uh, Black History Today with Jamal Casey, the militant man. And we will bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party on the D.L. Hughley Show. Recognizing black folk who are making history today, please welcome the one and only Jamal Casey, the militant man. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to recognize black folks who are making black history today. Today, we're honoring Javicia Leslie, TV's first black Batwoman. I know you might be asking, why is this so significant? Well, let me tell you. Batwoman began in DC Comics way back in 1956. That was before the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and even before the Civil Rights Act of 1957. That was even 12 years before the end of the dreaded Jim Crow law. So after all this time, they finally decided to cast Javicia Leslie, who happens to be a proud HBCU graduate of Hampton University. Well, why I don't want to take away from the fact that this beautiful black woman is extremely qualified and talented and deserving of this iconic role, I gotta ask the obvious question. 
Who would you rather see filling out that tight-ass Batwoman leotard other than a black woman? Lord have mercy. Think about it, my brother. Here's a salute to LaVicia Leslie, TV's first black Batwoman, with your fine ass. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, recognizing black folks who are making black history today. Think about it, my brother. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. A report says the U.S. is preparing to carry out a series of strikes in Iraq and Syria in response to the attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members. CBS News reports the strikes will target Iranian facilities and personnel over several days. This comes after President Biden told reporter he decided on a course of action to retaliate. A number of Iranian-backed groups in the Middle East have ramped up attacks on U.S. personnel in the region, following Israel's ongoing war with Hamas. Music from many of the biggest artists will no longer be available to use on TikTok. Universal Music Group, which owns labels that include the likes of Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, and Rihanna, among others, said in a statement it's not renewing the licensing agreement with the social media app. Their current agreements expired Thursday. According to the company, TikTok proposed paying a fraction of the rate that other similarly sized social media platforms pay. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. What have you learned is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, that's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. This is the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. Tonight, if you're in Milwaukee, I am here too. Come check me. I got a, a uh, congratulations to Doc Rivers, who I had a who I, I was talking with. He's going to be out of town. Otherwise, I go to a Buck game. But correct, congratulations to him. That dude, he's going to get a job. He went mm-hmm. to my high school. Doc Rivers went to your high school? Proviso East. Wow. Well, he's going to get a job. This dude went from the. He went right. He got a job at the announcing booth. Got somebody fired. Now he right back. <laughs> he gonna keep a check. So y'all call Mark Jackson right back. Get him that gig back. <laughs> now I'm not even trying to be funny. You call Mark Jackson right back. So so make sure. Um, so uh, if you are here in Milwaukee, I'm I'm here tonight at the Milwaukee Improv. Two tonight, two tomorrow, and one uh, Sunday. Uh, I'm going to Conover tomorrow. Uh, where I will have the finest steak I've had. Um, Jasmine Sanders, what are you doing? What? What you learn today? Uh, shout out to Ken Griffin. You may not know his name, but he's a billionaire. He's given almost $500 million to Harvard University. But he said, I will not donate another dime to them because elite schools produce whiny snowflakes. They do. <laughs> and so he they says, do. until Harvard makes it very clear that they're going to resume their role as educators of young American men and women to be leaders... Uh, to be problem solvers and to take on difficult issues, I am not interested in supporting yeah. the institution. I'm going to keep Go my hand a billion dollars. Go on, Ken. I like it. Uh, skip my man Cheatham. What'd you learn today? Oh, man. What I learned today, man, a sad one. We lost a soldier. Carl Weathers, the actor, you know, former NFL linebacker, also Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, man, uh, in Predator with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Happy Gilmore. He lost, you know what? I didn't realize he lost his arm in Predator and lost his hand in Happy Gilmore. But, but you know, anyway, um, hey, a great dude, man. I got a chance to meet him. He was on the show I did, Flavor TV, long time ago, man. We actually shot it in the old Texas Stadium when it was still here. But, uh, man, rest in peace. Carl Weathers passed away at 76. 
Very sad. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up on the next day on Hughley Show, the military man Jamal Kings is going to return and expose racism hidden in our everyday lives, plus another special case, Short Bus Records Banger. Have a great, safe weekend. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, pull the string. We got to go. Tout, tout. It is the D.L. Hughley Show.